This episode of the Mix on Movies is brought to you by French Cinema, something we know nothing about. Hi, welcome back to this latest edition of the Mix on Movies podcast, also known as the MCs on Movies podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean. And I'm James. Today we're going to be talking about Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Ooh. Yeah. Were there a thousand planets, though, in that city? Yeah, composed of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right. Drifter uh, here and there counts as a planet. Yeah. So... James and I just watched this movie, but we haven't really talked about it. Yeah. Though, I, based on James' facial expressions, I'm going to guess Don't he didn't like it. Uh, yeah, so this movie is it came out last year in 2017. Yeah. And it is directed by French director Luc Besson, who has directed such hits uh, as The Fifth Element, Lucy. I thought it felt foreign. Yeah, he also wrote um, the movie T- Taken, I think. He wrote the screenplay for Taken. That makes sense of the line I heard. Yeah, there's actually a line from Taken in the movie. So I'm glad I didn't use that in Truth or Trash because you got to... <laughs> like, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. So I recognize that. We're going to look at uh, things like the performances, um, mm. what we liked, what we didn't like, and mm. we're kind of break it down from there. Uh, break it down. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to break it down some dance moves. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just kidding. I cannot dance. James, can Not you well. dance? No, 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 no. Can you sing, James? No, no. You kind of got like a Johnny Cash thing going on with your voice. No. We're gonna to, we're gonna work on that. Not a singer. You're not a singer. Only a dancer, no. like the like Rihanna no, in the no. movie. No, oh no, nowhere yeah. near that. All right. Um, so before we go on, though, James, you, I wanted to kind of spring something on you. Yeah, bubble. <laughs> I want to spring something on you. All right. What do you think the story was? An episode of Law and Order. An episode of Law and Order. What do you mean? Uh, they're cops. A crime happened, and all the other bad stuff they find. And this conspiracy. Yeah. All right. Okay. Can you give us an outline of the plot, or do you want me to do that? You, you go ahead and do that. <laughs> okay. So, um, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. If you haven't seen it, is actually based You're on. You're very lucky if you haven't seen yeah. it. Oh yeah. Is based on a French comic book from I think the fifties or sixties. Even the comic was French. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and uh, so it's about a I guess soldier slash military police, a team, a, a man, a woman. Space Valerian's Jack. the man, and Lorelai is the, the the woman, and they have like a kind of flirty, somewhat harassing relationship. I, uh, I don't know what that was really. Yeah. And they're, I guess, two of the best police officers, military police officers out there. You wouldn't know by looking at them. Yeah. And they get tasked with tracking down a, a animal on some kind of digital black market that leads to the unraveling of a bunch of different secrets and a conspiracy that goes all the way to the top of their organization, their military police organization, I a guess. A replicator. Yeah. Which, um, so I don't want to spoil everything off the bat. If you haven't seen it, and you want to watch the movie, stop the podcast, go watch it. If you don't care, and you probably don't, <laughs> we're going to spoil it as we talk about it. So, yeah. So, James, before we get into the negative things, because I know you have a lot of negative stuff. 
Mm, All right, was there anything maybe. that you liked about it? Was there anything that you liked about it at all? Well, anyone that listens to the podcast knows that I like monsters and creatures, so it had a lot of that. Yeah. Not all the designs were great, I thought, but some of them were pretty pretty interesting. I do know a lot of the creature designs and the spaceships and things that were accurate to the comic. I haven't read the comic, but after I watched the movie and I was preparing for the podcast, I went and um, I kind of skimmed through some online. Mm. And and I watched a couple other things about the movie, the making of. So, yeah, a lot of the designs actually were pulled from the comics, which I think is, I appreciate that. That's kind of cool. Except for the character's look. Right, in the comics she has red hair. <laughs> And, and the guy and he, was bigger and better looking. Yeah, he's a little more handsome. <laughs> uh, yeah, the main stars of this movie are Dean DeHane. I always say Dane DeHane. The guy from Chronicle. The guy, the bad guy, the guy from Chronicle, which he did a great job in Chronicle. Oh yeah, he's he also was. Harry Osborn in the. Uh, oh yeah, he the, was in the Amazing Spider-Man movies that are now, you know, extinct. <laughs> the and, second reboot. And then you got Claire. I don't know how to say her last name. It's I think she's French. Yanni. She's from England. <laughs> All right, James says she had the body of a twelve-year-old. She's flaunting it on the screen. I don't know. That's kind of weird. They both look like like crack addicts or something. In the whole they, movie. they do. They do look like crack addicts in this movie. Like you guys are cops. <laughs> <laughs> this is a scam. <laughs> well, they're they're supposed to be tourists, right? Like at one point, yeah. But and they're act. They go undercover as tourists to go into this. Sleazy under digital underbelly, which by the way, I think was kind of cool, but it was also like the Oasis from Ready Point One, right? Yeah, and any Star Wars movie. But you'd put on these these goggles and you could see like the digital world that you walk through, but then it wasn't a digital the, world, things in the digital world, or I don't know what it was. It was like a parallel universe, you could only see and interact with those gloves and goggles, right? But things in that universe couldn't get through unless, unless you went through that little did they called it. Well, they had the handheld one, and they had the bigger one. Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of confusing. Uh, so, yeah, before we start... Shopping we, can be confusing. And for me, especially. <laughs> Amazon? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, make it easier. <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, you like the monsters. I thought you would. I thought mm-hmm. you would appreciate that they had some giant monsters. And that, and that's one thing I also like. That's liked. The, uh, really the only thing that kept me going through this movie. Really? Yeah. The giant monsters? I thought it was a little better than that. Mm. Well, let's talk about why I liked it, I guess, then. Okay. First thing I like the interesting alien design. Yeah, I thought that they had there's a ton of different aliens in this movie, and they all look different. Even though I felt like the first alien. Which one was your favorite? My favorite aliens. Um, I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> the beginning of the movie, I really I'm gonna kind of go back. There's the greetings. a there's a great opening. I think the movie had a great opening. You just like the music. Well, I had a great song. It's playing. It's playing uh, David Bowie mm-hmm. and. Who's that? The Beatles. No, the, the beginning. No, it's Dave, Major Tom. That's David Bowie. Beatles in the trailer. Okay. Speaking of trailers, James, a little off topic. This is the only time I've been to a movie. Uh, like, I remember last year, my dad and I watched uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh. And we saw the trailer for this movie. Two different trailers for this movie. Two different like, songs? No, no, at the oh. same time. Like, we saw... Back to the back? The first trailer that came on before <laughs> the movie was Valerian Thousand Plants. It played two other trailers, then it played another Valerian A Thousand Planets trailer. Oh, they're really and pushing it. I guess that theater was really pushing it. It didn't work because I didn't see it until <laughs> I got it from my library two days ago. <laughs> didn't I give you the digital download? It wouldn't work because it, it was European. But yeah. the movie's European. <laughs> I know. It was weird. It was weird. Uh, so, yeah, that was all off topic. But I've never, have you ever had that happen, James? You see 
two trailers for the same movie. No, I've seen it like commercials where they run them back to back. Right. Never, never in the, same in the movie theater. Twice. Like I was in the movie theater, like opening weekend of Planet War for the Planet. Either Apes. there wasn't a lot of good movies coming out, or they were just desperate. I even leaned at my my dad and was like, "That's the same movie. Like, we just saw the trailer for that. Just a different one." It's kind of, I don't know. They really pushed it. Didn't work though. It, did you feel like it was a lot a lot of similarities to Avatar back in the day? Yeah. So I kind of get to that. Okay. I thought that there was. It was a, I don't know, a mix of all these sci-fi movies yeah. put together. Like you had the Avatar with the the, the alien species that it opens up with, which I felt like it movies. was very bold because the first ten minutes of this movie, there's like no conversation. There's that montage of all the uh, all this the this what do you call the space organizations from Earth, like China and the United States and Russia teaming up. Right, and it kind of goes from years as they as their space station continues to grow, and then other aliens show up and they add to the space station. Yeah, why were all the aliens coming to Earth now? Or it doesn't really say. Apparently, they like that space station. I don't, I don't know. know. It's like three thousand, the year three thousand five hundred or something. But I like that concept that that the Earth like, or I like the concept that these space station became the city mm-hmm. because all these different groups of aliens came and like they added to it. And then eventually they're like, it's too close to the Earth, it's too yeah, big, get it's, it out of here. it's messed with our gravity, and it's going to, you know, whatever. That's what the movie says. The right, and they is. shoot it off, like, they, they have to, like, they use all their technology, apparently, to space it off, and it ends up in by Rockets. Jupiter or Saturn somewhere, if you do the math. It's Just like, past Jupiter? Yeah, like, that's really not that far away. I mean, it is. It it's is. the amount of our gravity. It is really, really far away from, from us. I'm saying in a movie where they can travel across space and time, like, super quickly... You know what I mean? That's not that far away. Mm. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Because, yeah. None of this movie takes place on Earth, right? Right. None of it does. Okay. Which I'm fine with that. Yeah. I Stay off. You know what I mean? And you're right, though. The, and then the, after the montage, which is really cool with it, where they're, you have these different Earthlings like greeting the aliens as they come to the space station and yeah. playing the, the David Bowie song. <laughs> All right. Major Tom. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Man. Uh, they got him. The Illuminati, they got him. They're always missing for music. <laughs> like, it's come due, David. That's what they said. <laughs> so then there's the this scene on this alien planet with these Navi-looking people. Oh, the mermaid Navi? They look kind of like, yeah, they kind of look like the a, a white version of... Um, the, the people of, live on the beach. <laughs> yeah, of the Avatar aliens. They, uh, that scene was kind of weird. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, very. Sexualized? I mean, they were natives, yeah. so they were kind of like wearing like just like loincloths and stuff. It, it wasn't even, but the it was way it was shot and the way that like she, the they one character lingerie. moved around. Yeah, it was like, and it was clear. It was it was definitely meant to be sexualized. I it thought. was the same clothes she was wearing when she slept. Which I think is, um, it's kind of one of Luke Besson's, the director's kind of like his, definitely he's not afraid to use a woman to help sell a movie. In that well, way. obviously. You know what I mean? If you think back to Lilu and Fifth Element, she's basically wearing bandages as clothes for like A lot of similar clothing design to this. Yeah. In yeah. fact, there was aliens that looked, I thought they might be the same aliens, I'm not sure, from, oh, from Fifth, Fifth Element. Element. They yeah. look similar, yeah. The, the beginning, yeah. yeah well, the, big... the first aliens that greet them, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that was interesting. Possibly could be. I don't know. I, I like it. If that was true, that's kind of cool. That's cool to think about. Maybe these are linked. That's maybe a what if. I don't know. Well, they left Earth, so... <laughs> But then they're in the, all, they show you all this, and there's no exposition. So you can't – they speak their own language, I think, 
Uh, so you don't really get an idea of what they're saying. They're right saying the hi. They're saying hi, yeah, I know. But then they show like they're – here's what I don't get. The fish, the mermaid people do it too with a forehead gesture. Yeah, the mermaid – that's what I'm saying. The mermaid Navi people, like there's at least – that's like, like, a, that's like a 10-minute scene, James. Yeah. It shows them on their planet and then things start crashing to, to their planet. There's giant seashells. And then this big, up pearls, I guess, spaceship aviation. crashes down and, and it that's causes a – That's a war in the sky. Causes a world like wide destruction. Yeah, didn't you watch the movie? Yeah, but what, that planet's huge. That was a big ship, dude. Yeah, but it was it like causes that planet to explode. Yeah, because of that fusion missile that went into it. Yeah, yeah. I know. But I thought that was a bold opening, and I appreciated that they, even though I didn't fully understand everything that was going on, I appreciated that they were like, "We're not going to give you exposition. We're not just going to have characters state things to you. You're, you're, we're going to show it instead of telling you." Show a hippie planet and then ruin it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after watching the movie, knowing what we know about the pearl, did right. you think it was weird that she used them to wash her face? They used it for everything on that planet. Yeah. Okay, they so didn't eat it. Maybe we should explain that to people who haven't seen it. So if you haven't seen the movie, there's um, there's this little creature they call the replicator, mm-hmm. right? And it's basically you feed it. Whatever you feed it, it craps out a bunch of it. Uh, it doesn't necessarily crap it. It just like, comes out of the skin like oh, uh, gizmo. It? Okay. Multiplied. Yeah, it comes out of the skin. I thought it was crapping it. No, because they're just holding it. <laughs> I was like, that's really weird because <laughs> she crafts it in this bowl and then she takes it and wipes her face. So they give it these pearls, which are from the ocean, that are really like they they can use turn into energy. It's I guess it's energy from the earth, or right? Where planet they're on. Yeah, and they they feed it to this little creature and it, it makes more. It makes more of them and then they dump them back in the earth. And it's kind of like a cycle. But the queen would. She did something to that one pearl and then have it had it given to the princess. And she dumped it in the thing, right? Yeah. Or she was one, going to. Or that's it? the one she fed to that replicator there and it yeah. spewed into it. But she did something special to it. And I, I didn't know what exactly that I was. I don't know either. I don't know if it was ever said. It might have been. I mean, Maybe I'm, not, I'm not sure if those those creatures are actually. I think they're from the comic. I'm going to guess. They are actually. I think they're red and black in the comic though. Mm. But I don't know if that was ever color. explained. There is. Okay. Speaking of. <clears throat> There are some times in this movie where they don't explain things, and they probably should have. You know, and that might have been they show you her doing something, but they don't really well, explain what it is. It's French. You know what I mean, <laughs> I know it's French, but they don't. I think well, the a lot of their movies, you're, it's more. It's not explaining so much as interpreting. Yeah, like visual, and you just got to figure it out. Maybe I'm a well, I'm a lazy American, James. I want to eat my Taco Bell and my hamburgers, and I watch a movie and and not have to. To break it down like I'm Bill Nye the Science well, Guy. Well, then sit back with some French fries and a bottle of wine and enjoy the movie. <laughs> Freedom fries, James. Freedom yeah, fries. Have it a baguette then. Oh, geez. I'll get my Panera bread and we'll watch the movie and we'll discuss it. That's what we're doing. We're breaking it down anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what do you think of the uh, performances in the movie? The uh, leads. Who? The huh? leads? Yeah. I mean, it's really about Valerian and Lorelai. And what do you think? Besides, do you think I think they look their like personalities should have switched. Why? She's kind I of. I think like, she plays a better guy than the guy plays. She is definitely fearless, but can a woman be fearless, James? I don't know well, if she's yeah, but, fearless, but she's definitely seems like capable, more capable yeah. than he is. He's a like a coward. A lot. He was even scared of her driving. Which I didn't get that because they're they, in space. I was like, they're, exactly. He's like, grab the, stick, grab the stick, grab the stick, like. 
because she takes her hands Seriously. off the wheel. Told you, it's like and her hands off the the joysticks, the joystick. or whatever. I love that you're doing a steering wheel. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they're going like they're traveling through space down towards this planet. They're gonna land. And they have this super like super highly intelligent. Alex. Alex program that runs their, their ship. That is their ship is super, Yeah. Well, actually, this was made before that. That came before the first Star Wars. Yes. Not this movie, but that ship is from the comics, and the comics were before Star Wars came out. So, if anything, this took Star Wars took from it. Boo. I, mean, I, I know that sounds crazy. Boo. But I, I looked at the pictures Boo. myself, dude. That ship, which looks a lot like the Millennium Falcon. All right. So I should blame this movie for Star Wars. For, for your, Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe George Lucas just ripped off different things. Was he into French comics? He's he was a I mean he was a worldly guy. I think he might have known about worldly. it. He was into sci-fi and stuff. Mm. I he didn't read that. Howard the Duck. Howard Duck's horrible. Let's never bring that up again. I hate that stupid duck. We might have to do it on this podcast. Oh gosh! Oh, geez. don't do that to me, please. You know you're looking forward to seeing. I'm not <laughs> creepy scene. Oh. That bugged me when I was a kid, James. When I was a kid, it really bothered me, dude. That a duck was going to get in on with that woman. Man, that really bothered me. <laughs> like I was, even as a kid, I was like, "That's not right, man. That's not right at all." <laughs> like, that really creeped me out. Quack, I think that's the biggest quack. reason I don't like it. But back to this, though, okay. the performances. So you think that they should? You thought the girl acted more like a man, and he acted more like a woman? Yeah. How sexist of you, James. This is the year three thousand something. All right, things could have changed by then. Maybe. Exactly. They went back the other way. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that at first they were kind of grating. Like, I don't think that Dean or Dane DeHaan, the guy who plays Valerian, well, I don't they, think he's a, a, I don't think he's got the charisma no. to carry a movie like this. No, no, he does not. You know what I mean? That's why I that's said why, I don't think he That's why he's always cast as villains or anti-heroes or people or he's he, always... He fits that look in First attitude. of all, he looks like... I agree with you, James. He looks like a, he someone looks, you would chase out look, like, hey, get out of my barn, <laughs> you crackhead. <laughs> Sleep in your barn. Wait a minute, didn't I see you in that movie? <laughs> Dude, I'm just crashing here. Yeah, he looks tired because he always got like dark circles under his tired. eyes. Tired. <laughs> he looks. Looks like he should have a syringe hanging out of his arm at all times. And uh, yeah, and she looks like a skinny crack wife. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? He's my man. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. I totally, I totally get that. I mean, He's, like, you guys are cops. <laughs> they're cops, but they they're kind of like okay. They kind of grew on me though as we went along. Not you though. Not really. No. Like, at the end, I was like, okay, I kind of get their relationship, you know, like, he loves her, but he's also kind of a playboy. Yeah, he's got a, but that's never, a list. <laughs> he has a list of women he's been with or whatever. But he they keeps, don't, he keeps that list. But he never seems flirtatious towards women. No. You know what I mean? He, like, he doesn't, that's what I say, I think the movie says a lot of things about these characters, and it doesn't show that it's not consistent in how they act. Does right. it make sense? Yeah, I get it. Like... He says he's a playboy. It says that he's, um, at the, I'll spoil a little bit. At the end, there's a crucial moment where he has to give something back to this alien race, right? Yeah. And he's like, he can't give it back because it belongs to the government. We work for the government. Our mission, you know, I'm a soldier. I follow orders. But the whole movie, all right, is about him being brash and not, and doing what he wants to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. That doesn't match with what the whole like his that statement there at the end doesn't match with his actions throughout the whole movie. She wore on him, wore but, him down. Yeah, but she was the one trying to get him to give it to the aliens. Yeah, 
She that's what won. I mean. There's a lot of inconsistencies. And I think that's the, really what brings this movie down is that the story itself doesn't live up to, I think, the world building, to how the movie, the, the look of the movie. I think it's really There's a lot movie. of world building in this. And I, I know, and I'm cool with that. Like a thousand If it has a worlds. good story. Uh, yeah. I mean, it looks good. We're, we got a plan right now on the screen in front of us. It looks you really good. You keep looking at it, by the way. Well, I know, but I mean, it, it looks cool. It's it's very visually like compelling. It's got yeah. a lot of color. You like the scenes here from uh, episode one? Yeah, I did want to say that. There's one thing I was going to bring up is I do think that the blue screen work reminds me of the prequels of Star Wars. Because well, you can definitely tell. They're straight up almost the same scenes from the prequels. Right. They're very similar. There's now you said that... Uh, George Lucas read the comics. I'm starting to think this that, scene right here actually is from the comics and episode one and episode one. That scene right there is with the, there's these Qui-Gon giant Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan right. going through the ocean. There's these in this, in the movie Valerian, they there's have to go get this fish. weird, uh, jellyfish that can somehow communicate. Can, yeah. I don't understand that thing at all. Yeah. Co- somehow can basically it's, it's connected telepathically with, <laughs> with almost every creature in a certain distance. And it lives on the back of this giant, like, whale-type bug creature thing. Whale bug, yeah. And Cicada the size to find of Valerian, Lorelai, the chick, she has to go... Yanni. Get Yanni. Why did you call her Yanni? That's all I heard. <laughs> okay. You have to go uh, get the... She has to go get the, the brain bug, or not brain bug, with the... The jellyfish. The jellyfish off the top of this monster. And she does. And then they have to escape to the water from it. And that scene is very... Very similar to mm-hmm. Qui Gon and Obi Wan in Episode One, if you remember that movie, going underwater to the I wish I didn't, but yeah. stupid whatever those Naboo creatures that Jar Jar Binks is. <laughs> I don't know what they are. Oh, and they have fat versions of that guy too. Yeah, they do. All right, so you weren't really fond of their performances, were you? No, I wasn't. Like I said, the only thing that kept me going through this movie was seeing the, the cool monsters. Yeah. I don't know. What did you think of... There was a couple surprise appearances. John Goodman makes a, uh, a I voice the cameo. Voice, but I didn't know it was John Goodman. Like, he's in the beginning. He has this... this Jabba the He has the, this alien creature that all the that is really what the story hinges on. It's kind of the MacGuffin. <laughs> I don't know if I'm using that right. But it's the, thing, it's the object that everybody wants because it's the replicator. He is a black market dealer. He got it somehow. Does, it doesn't explain how he got, got it. And Valerian goes and retrieves it. And he virtually, he swears like, I'll get to you back at you, Valerian. But he never shows up again the rest of the movie. The line from Taken. You know what I mean? That's what the Taken line, yeah. Well, he thought the dog would get him. Well, I was thinking that he meant like he'd show up at the end. I th- kept looking for They planned that seed and it never grew. You know what I mean? Well, he said it and then he released the dog. I yeah, but I thought there'd be fail. more than that. I just thought it would. The dog almost went up into space with him. <laughs> I honestly think that it was um, going to be... I think that was set up for the sequel. Because there are a lot of sequels set up in this. And they're never going to make a sequel because this I movie did not. not do well at the box office. It only made like $220 million on like a $200 million budget. So it didn't make its money back at all. It lost money. Didn't you just say $220 million? Yeah, but I mean that's that's a bunch of broad in the box office. But that movie gets split. That money goes to theaters. Oh. I mean... Do you guys start marketing all that stuff? So they're going to end up in the in the in the red on this one. Well, after I watched the movie, I looked in to see if it had any uh, of the monsters as action figures, and no, they didn't make any. They did, however, make uh, Yanni and Larry in there, and the security robot 
No giant no monster few, action. No figures, monsters. Though. Out of all uh, of a thousand alien planets, they didn't make a single alien figure. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So back to the performances. A little uh, bit. I know. All right. Okay, let's separate the act. I thought that they tried hard. <laughs> that makes sense. The actors and actresses did. There's a lot of trying in this right. movie. I don't think that the characters are written very well because they're not very likable. No, they're French. You know what I mean? I guess, James. They don't speak with French accents or anything. No, but the they, comic, Like you said, French they sound French. like stoners or... He kind French. of sounds like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I gotta go, Bill dude. And <laughs> but they, they kind of... I don't know if this was on purpose, but they're supposed to be noble soldiers, but they don't act super noble at times. Like No. At the one scene at the beginning where they're trying to escape that giant dog creature, mm-hmm. they totally let those dudes die so they can escape. Yeah, who were they, by the way? They were other soldiers. Were they part yeah. of the official cops? They were all like, they were all wearing their, they were undercover, but yeah, they were cops. They were cops? Okay. And they totally like abandoned them, like straight up, we're going to let you die, we're getting out of here. Well, they also introduced technology they could have used later in the movie and didn't use. And, and yeah, the, that brain thing. The body controller. Yeah. Or yeah. And why did he get hurt when that other guy got hit with it? Like, it didn't make sense. That was inconsistent. There's a lot of inconsistencies the in the movie. And that's over. my big, that's my big problem with this is that I feel like the Luke Besson who also wrote the screenplay. The same reason, like, you know, kids will tilt while playing a video game. Yeah, but he gets hit. I don't know. I won't go to it. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um,. Yeah. You wanted to talk about their acting? <laughs> well, and that, their acting was okay. I was just saying, like, they tried to, I just didn't think that the characters were written very well. <laughs> like, it, I don't know. And there was a lot of scenes that I felt like were filler. Would you agree? Well, they're just showing off stuff. I don't, I don't mind when they're, like, explaining the world and they show in pieces of the, of, of the explaining all this, the space station. It's called, but, um, Alpha. Alpha. I don't mind that they're showing the different parts of that, the different alien races. That's cool. Ex- I'm talking about... I didn't like the end when he's smashing through the walls of it, and it just goes into each. Yeah. That I didn't like. You didn't like that scene? I thought it was... No, because that makes them seem like it's just stacked instead well, of like a world. Yeah, so there's a scene in the movie where there's a chase scene. And, and again, and, more technology they could have used earlier in the movie. Right. Valerian has got a... He's trying to track down um, this, these aliens that stole they stole the uh, commander. major commander. yeah they stole the main guy the main general Clive of organization Owen. Clive Owen's character they stole him yeah they kidnapped him whatever and he's trying to get to him and, and to cut him off he basically just starts breaking through the different walls yeah he puts, turns his suit up he or, basically was Iron Man yeah he irons up and <laughs> Iron Man's suit on and, and he just breaks those walls runs through everything. but there was inc- inconsistencies there too because yeah. he goes to, he swims through this water one right mm-hmm. and he punches through the walls and it leaves a big hole, but water doesn't come out. Nope. He just goes to the next one. There's no water That's coming out. That's what I was like. That like, didn't it's make like sense. It, it'd be like swimming through a fish tank and breaking through the glass, and then and the, the water staying. staying in the fish tank. That was like, that bothered the crap out of me. <laughs> I was like, there should be water pouring out of that. Even my wife, when she was watching me, was like, where's the water? Like, he just punched <laughs> through the wall. Why isn't the water coming out? But nope. I thought that the scene looked good. I mean, Advanced alien technology. It looked cool, though, I would say. Like, I, I didn't mind that they were going and showing... That was a way of showing off the different plants. I thought that scene was cool. Mm-hmm. And it was visually, like... It was cool to look at, basically. It would have been... That, that scene would have been cool to see in theaters. And that that's... 
that really sums up the movie. It's cool to look at, but there's not a lot of substance. To yeah, it. the story's just not that good. And just get drunk and watch. <laughs> hey, pretty colors. <laughs> and the reason why the story isn't good, James, in my opinion, is because of the filler scenes. You could cut out like thirty minutes of this movie. You cut out a lot of the movie. Like the scene right here. There's a scene where where Butterflies. Valerian. I like the idea that they were kind of like fishing, but Valerian has to save Lorelai from this these weird fat chubby John guys. guys. <laughs> yeah, and they don't. They, I don't get that whole scene. Didn't make any sense to me. They they all look like Baby Huey. Remember Baby Huey yeah. in the old cartoon? Yeah, that's <laughs> what they are. They're like alien baby Hueys. They're not. Or they don't seem intelligent. Any of you that have seen uh, Ben Ten, the exact opposite of gray matter. These guys are bigger and fat instead of a small smart guy. <laughs> yeah, they're dumb too. Yeah, they're dumb. And but they're like we can't go in there because if humans go in there, it's yeah, it's they're very racist area. too. And if you go in there, to, no it, it'll cause it'll, ca- it'll cause a diplomatic situation. But these Valerian goes in after he gets like this alien to he cover him up. Wears a shapeshifter. Yeah, he wears a shapeshifter so he can look like Bubble. them. And then he goes in. But that whole scene is hey, I'd wear Rihanna to go in there too. Oh jeez, jeez. <laughs> you like that dancing scene? She's didn't not you? that heavy. <laughs> Jump on my back, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I just thought that scene was pointless. Pointless. He had to go in and get her. Yeah, but it didn't. She was it didn't further the plot. It was like a 20-minute scene that didn't fill the plot. It didn't really show... The part with the alien trying to dress her, I think they could have done without. Yeah, that's part of the 20-minute scene, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's 20 mm-hmm. minutes right there where, like, it it was kind of somewhat comedic, but it didn't further the plot. It didn't develop France, the characters at all, other than funny. that Lorelai had to be saved this time. Instead of her saving him, he had to save her. It, it just didn't work, you know? Again? In order to do that, there was another 10-minute song and dance number with, with Rihanna, which was kind of awkward to watch. It, I, I, like I said, I, I, from the, I started watching it and I was like, this movie's foreign. It feels very foreign. And the dance numbers, the stupid stuff it doesn't need in the movie, it's very much of another country trying to... James xenophobic. He's like, America owns I'm not xenophobic. <laughs> I'm just kidding, buddy. I'm just kidding. I'm just... I know. Put it right up in his eye, and then, but but it has American actors mostly. Yeah, I mean, like he, Ethan Hawke makes an appearance as like a pimp. He's a weird pimp. He's the guy that controls Bubble. Ah, oh. you know, and he he plays music, but you can tell he's not actually playing the music. Yeah, on that piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like he's not even moving his arms with the music's playing. The uh, the guy that took Yanni down in the ocean to get the jellyfish. Yeah. He says his name was Bob. Yeah. Who was he? He's a French director and actor. Um, he looked familiar. He does look familiar, but I'm not sure who he is. All those generals, at the, or not, I guess they're generals, at the beginning in the movie mm-hmm. when they're shaking hands with the aliens. The come to, Yeah, the welcome guys. As they welcome the aliens to the, the Alpha, changing. right? Those are all French directors. Ah. So I liked how the outfits would change. Like a new race would show up and then the outfits would change a little from picking up. Yeah, there was a cool way of showing like the change of time without putting timestamps yeah, in like, the corner. Integrated you know, into them. Yeah, and it made that scene was good. That was one of the best scenes in the movie. It even carries on to like uh, Clive Owen's uniform he's wearing. He's got all kinds of junk. Yeah, like, put all on different it. type of metals and things like, like that. It's yeah. just like built up from there. It's Ethan Hawke right there. Okay. Yeah. You know he runs the glam club. Like somebody's. <laughs> Re- Let's talk about Rihanna for a second. She She's actually did a good job acting in this movie. Yeah, I, she's just a shape shifting dancer. 
Yeah, but she actually had some. Sex dancer. She had probably had the most emotional. She was a prostitute, right? Yeah. Because she was like, I, my name is whatever you want it to be. She was a prostitute slash performer. Dancer. She was an alien who that. could basically mimic anybody. Mystique. Mystique. And by she was used by Ethan Hawke as Ethan Hawke's this crazy looking, he's crazy pimp who is way over the top. But I think that's on purpose. Like you said, it's a foreign movie. Yeah. And Ethan Hawke, he gives it all, man. Give it that guy. Like he's embraces the weirdness of it. Yeah. And he like plays music. He's into it. Yeah. And then <laughs> while while he's playing the music, she dances for Valerian. Mm-hmm. And uh, Valerian's like, I'm not really want to do this. I want to just, I basically would need your help. Yeah, he's like, he when he came to tour, he's looking for whatever her race was called, and he's like, "Oh, I got, I got what? Just what you're looking for?" Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And there's another scene that I mean, but that scene with Rihanna, like, is actually I, I, I thought the dance was weird. She basically changes into different showing outfits. off her skills. Yeah, but it's just her. She just changes into like from like a. A naughty nurse to like a naughty. It was like Halloween time, man. It's like she goes to the Halloween store and you have the, like those naughty Sexy cat outfits. outfits. She sticks one and changes it like real fast yeah. over and over again. Which James did not complain about that at all. Nope. His favorite scene in the movie. No complaints. <laughs> and then um, she, and then like he eventually eventually convinces her to help him. You know what I mean? And By she helps him. To her. And then she ends up dying. Spoiler. Of course. Like. Ten minutes later, she gets stabbed somehow, but you don't see it until no. she dies. Yeah. So she gets a little bit of an arc, like a really quick one. Like I get to be he he basically says you're the best, you gave the best performance of all time and she's happy and she died. And then she tells him <laughs> like to, deep down to, I think she to appreciate Lorelai. You know what I mean? And that 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 was the whole point of that twenty minute going to the fat people's planet or compound where they were gonna eat brains. I don't know, it was weird. Well, that guy was eating everything and didn't like it. Right. And he was going to eat Lorelai's brain. He was going to try. Yeah. He probably wouldn't have liked it. Oh, here's the here's the Rihanna scene, James. Yeah. From the trailer, too. Yeah, part of it anyway. I know. It was interesting. Shh, shh. Rihanna's dancing. <laughs> we can still talk, James. You can watch it, okay? Yeah. Another inconsistency in this movie that drove me crazy were the guns. Oh. You didn't like the Gak guns that the no, no, bad the, guys used? I didn't mind the Gak guns because they were consistent. Like, Remember the, having those as kids? Yeah, I do. <laughs> they have a Gak gun. They shoot people with like... Gak slime. Slimes when they get stuck to the wall. <laughs> they get stuck to the ground. I guess but it doesn't kill them, right? It just kind of yeah. pins them down, puts them to sleep. But they can run out. They option. cut them out. Yeah. So that, that was weird. Um, but that's not what bothered me. It was mostly Valerian and Lorelai's guns. Okay. They were stronger? I guess they were stronger. Why wouldn't you give it to all the soldiers? Because they're cops or whatever they right? are. So there's, there's just, at the end of the movie, there's a scene where these, these, these robot soldiers attack. Who never really showed off too much. They'd just been standing around. Right. And, and you knew ominous. they were, I mean, you knew they were, uh, yeah, they were, they were like, always ooh, in the background, must be honestly. Badass. And you knew they were going to do something. And they, they, they are, I mean, they have, they're basically just, they're like Iron Man suits from Iron Man. Well, no, Iron Man 2, they're those drones. Drones, yeah. 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 And, they start like shooting and kill these soldiers, and the soldiers have like assault rifles, and they're blasting away, but not doing any damage. Nope. And then Valerian comes with that handgun Shoots and just right up. ten like headshots, like he's he's John Wicking it out there. Did you like that up the crotch and through the headshot? Yeah, <laughs> like why does he have this powerful handgun, and you give these soldiers crappy guns with bullets that bounce off them? 
In case oh, the aliens the took them from them. <laughs> that, I just didn't get that bothers me, man. It's like, and it happens all the time in this movie. Flaming's yeah. gun will be powerful. It'll, bow, it'll be powerful one second. Certain things and aren't then shared with everybody. Sean. And then it will be good the next. That's what I mean. But like his gun should always be good. <laughs> it didn't do any good against that big dog creature, right? Oh, well, yeah. But they also... But not everyone had those dog creatures either. I, I don't know. I mean, it was just... I know, that was, I know it's a nitpicky thing, but it bothered me. <laughs> and then there's something else that bothered me. Uh-oh. The very Star Wars-esque space battle. Yes, very much. Uh, it's, it's pulled right out of episode three. The opening. Yeah. The only difference here is that I had no clue what was going on because I didn't know who was fighting who. Yeah, so they, they like, like this five-minute space battle, and it's a memory, right? The guy's explaining the story, but he doesn't like doesn't like, take time to identify who's who. who. <laughs> like you just all these, all I don't know, all these just ships shooting, ships each, other. shooting each other in space above this planet, and this guy's like, I lost five hundred million men in in, in one, one hour or, or one day or something like that, or five hundred thousand men in one, one day. It was like Starship Troopers level yeah. disaster. <laughs> yeah, Starship Troopers. <laughs> and and he's like, as he's playing the story, you see this fight going down, but you don't know who's who in nope. the fight. So you have like no interest in it. You know what I mean? Did it ever show the aliens that they were fighting? No, it didn't. I didn't even know. I still don't know whose ships are which. You know what I mean? Well, the ones with English writing on them were American, I guess, or human. Well, I think they were yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they had yellow on them. I the other me. ones were kind of weird looking. Yeah, I know, but it was going by so fast. But you don't see that. You don't know who whose ship is who until the end of the story. Right. So as you're watching it, you have no idea. It's like <laughs> it's like looking when I was a kid in school. I remember I get bored. I draw like triangles or circles and have alien fights on my papers. <laughs> right. It was like that. It was like if someone looked at my shoulder and was like, "Who's the good guys?" Yeah. It was like, what's the going on? The round one, of course. <laughs> Actually, the triangles were usually the good guys. Ooh. The round ones were usually the aliens. They were flying saucers. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Yeah. And also, there was no character development for, for Lorelai or, um, or the Valerian. Other than the fact that he's a playboy, that he likes Doesn't look like women. That. You know what I mean? I don't see how he got that list of women. No, it's, it's, it's the baby blues, right? Maybe that's why he's broke. Or, no. Like, because you're right, he looks like a stoner. <laughs> not a stoner. Not a stoner. He's like a crackhead. You find an alley. <laughs> crackhead. You find an And he's get not out of here. He's not like super like physically fit or anything. No. He's this kind of skinny guy. Like 90 pounds. I mean, and he doesn't have a lot of charisma. No. Maybe people are, I mean, alien, alien women are just desperate, dude. I think they dragged him out of an alley and said, we need you to be in this movie. And he just freaked out because it was all green screen around him. But then Rihanna was there and he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You're right. That's how he got the part in the movie. I don't know. Still, though, there's something charming about the two. By the end of the movie, I was like, I would actually probably watch another movie, one of the, another one of these movies. Not maybe this one again, but I'd probably watch this. If they made a sequel, I'd probably watch it on, you know, I'd get it from the library like I did the first one. I would see it to, uh, I don't know, just sit back and enjoy some popcorn maybe. I mean, because it is visually stunning. It looks cool. Yeah. But don't be, don't be expecting much of a story or one that really matters. Right. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. So I did want to kind of ask you something, though. Of course. All right. So this is going to be the big spoiler. Uh-oh. All right. Well, I've already seen the movie. Not I know. But if you're, I guess if you're listening this far, you probably don't care about spoilers. Here no. it is. <laughs> Clive Owen's character... <gasps> Is the, the he's the commander, so he's like the main general 
in charge of of the uh, of the, I guess the military force. They don't get a name, do they? For I guess for the last thirty years. Right, he's been there for like thirty years. Yeah, so he, he don't age the same in space. Um, yeah, I guess he doesn't age in space. I don't know, but whatever you do, I don't know. They didn't really go to because <laughs> he looks the same, right? Yeah, <laughs> thirty years difference. <laughs> well, it turns out that the um, that the the reason why that planet at the beginning of the movie that the the mermaid Navi people yeah. are on got destroyed is because there was a war going on like just outside of its orbit, mm. I guess, or not orbit, just outside of its atmosphere. And the general was losing, like, he was going to lose. Yeah, they're going like, to get away. Yeah, the bad guys are going to win. Like, we lost 500,000 men in one day. So he uses this weapon that apparently is really bad. It's the equivalent of a nuke in the future. Right. And he shoots the alien space, the big alien ship they're fighting with it, and it... And it Over a... Over a planet. planet, right, and it's it Which crashes to it crashes to the planet because this is a very bad missile, right? It crashes to the planet, and the and the, the alien spaceship is what actually causes the destruction of this planet because well, it's no. so big and it crashes against. It's the planet. that missile, that fission missile, acted as a fission like yeah. a sun. It just turned all that. Oh, okay. Broke down well, that makes a little more sense yeah. then. All right, well, that's fine. Yeah, it's like a nuclear reactor going. So, on, it, but he. He told people that it was uninhabited. Yeah, he lied. But he actually knew because there was a man the on the ship him. that said, no, I studied this. It is inhabited. So he murdered that guy afterwards. Shot and, him. Right. <laughs> Did you think, though, that You're he was done. justified at all? In doing that? I mean, not murdering the guy, but justified in using this weapon. Well, we don't really know anything about that enemy. That's why I don't know if they were that big of a threat because they it was just his because they totally pride. ram. I felt like the movie totally ramrodded him like like he's a villain because he's he's obsessed because he's a war. It was like anti-war message. Yeah, but it was there was no nuance to it. No, like there was like you said there was no explanation of who they were fighting or why they were fighting. Right. He says I've lost five hundred thousand men, but I would assume that That's if he not was, that big in numbers to war nowadays. <laughs> yeah, it is five hundred thousand men in one day. That's how many. That's more. I'm, than we, I'm not gonna say anything. That's more than we lost. There's a reason that number's in there. Okay, hold on. A true for trash that I know. Oh, okay. Well, save it for me. I'll tell you that that's more, James, than we lost. All right, in World War II. So it'd be like losing over all those. That's way more. I mean, not way more, but it's more than we lost in more too. Okay, they're losing that in one day. That's pretty. That's pretty devastating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um. I think that what would you? I, I put myself in the commander's shoes here. We're losing this battle, right? We're going to lose, and we're all going to die. And we might this alien race might defeat us completely. Why were they all going to die? Because they were losing. But they were getting away. The bad, bad guys guy. weren't getting away. That's why they had to use that desperate missile. No, they did that because they wouldn't be defeated. Mm. I don't remember saying they were getting away. He, he did that because they were. Gonna be He's defeated. like, we're running out of time. We're running out of time because the bad guys are going to win. But they were flying away. They weren't flying away. They were fighting each other in space. Which way do you think that missile was going, Sean? What the, yeah, he shot the missile at them. Yeah. Because they hit them in the back. means they were going away. It, it wasn't in the back. There was no back in space. It was just floating outside that planet, James. Do you not understand the shape of their ship? J- James, it, it looked like a big teardrop kind of thing with tentacles. I don't understand how they shot in the back. Maybe I missed that. I'll have to go back and watch the part again. 
We're, It'll be coming up. Eventually. Hopefully, we get to it here with the stupid it, fast people long. scene. Because we don't know, but, but based on how I interpreted the movie, I thought they were losing this battle, so he did something desperate and he shot this missile to destroy it, just to, to win. You think Lemon is a good side with uh, brains. Yeah, he's pretty, I guess that's Lemon. I don't know. It's a big yellow lemon. We're getting off topic here, James. Remember the people we're about the movie. I know, but the people can't see what we're seeing. <laughs> we, they know what we're talking about. We say big giant lemon. But back to what I was saying, though. Okay, about this stupid yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. Do you think the enemy. that he was justified? No, no. So what if he hadn't done it and they were all killed? I'm okay. He was a bad guy. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. He was sanctioned to go out there and fight this war. Was he? Yeah. By who? By the peaceful government he worked for. Oh, the peaceful government told him to start this war. Gotcha. Yeah. You think they would just promote someone to be the leader of their entire army, right? Like, he answered to people. He, You know what I mean? There was that... Did he? Yeah. The main guy that he answered to was that, that black guy who kept, came in through the Whose projectors. clearance wasn't enough to crack his. No, no, no. He, he had it wasn't enough. The government Valerian was... Valerian okay. went and got permission All from right. that dude. Let's, let's break it down. And it wasn't enough to get past Clive Owens. We got... We, this is why... Breaking. I think it's, uh, they treated that commander unfairly. Here's why. Here's why. They are a... This is the part where Sean sides with the bad guy in the movie. Yes, it is. It is. It is. Because I feel like the, the, the anti... They, it was it was anti-war message. It didn't you make sense. You also wanted George dead at the end of Rampage. Let's <laughs> not talk about that, okay? okay I, just I just thought just that would have been more meaningful I for that I want people to understand what side you're on. Okay. Here it is. All I right. like animals and don't want war. So this is a peaceful government <laughs> that runs this space station. Okay? Yeah, peaceful. Right? Where it, they, they basically welcome everyone. And they, they kind of talk about the third of the Seems movie. Nice. Like the, the Alpha is like a, it's like a beacon. That's why some of those alien races came to it. Because it was a, a place where you could exchange ideas and cultures and for the betterment of every living species. Right? Yeah. No so war. there's this government that, that has to kind of keep the peace and they do a good job of it. And they use this military force to keep this peace, right? How do you know okay. they do a good job of it? I'm assuming they do. Everyone's happy there. Okay. Right? I mean, I'm just, you're right. I'm assuming that. Maybe they don't do a good job, but whatever. But 30 years before the movie, the events of this movie, they sanctioned this dude for whatever reason to fight a war against this other race, which they never explained. Or shown. All right. They only show their ships. And this guy's losing this war. Right? He's lost 500,000 men. He's a terrible right? soldier. Soldier. Keep in mind, there are only like 7 million, Amer- 7 million humans there. Mm. That's a good percentage, dude. Do you know what I mean? 114th? I, so, yeah, something like that. In, in a day. Mm. In, this, in this one battle. He's in lost 500,000 people. <laughs> right. So, my point is, is he, if he doesn't use this weapon and they lose, what happens to Alpha? It keeps going for all the other aliens. Do you think those other aliens are going to attack? That's what he was protecting. That's what they've been doing for the last 400 right. years, he was bringing pro- in other aliens. But he was protecting Alpha. That was my point. Their job was to protect Alpha. He's the commander. He's fighting a war against these people. And I'm assuming someone else would have been promoted and do the same job. He, he won't be able to if all of the soldiers are dead, James. That's one battle, Sean. We fight wars all the time. But we don't lose 500,000 men in one battle. No, no. Okay. And we only, we have more than seven million people. Yeah. Right. Okay. And we're still here. Yeah. This isn't about us. This is about this fictional <laughs> planet of thousand planets, city of thousand planets. Yeah. 
I'm saying that if he if he lost that battle, then maybe Alpha would have been threatened. So he had to do what he had to do. You're saying that he should have just lost the battle and let Alpha get destroyed because there was there was these. That's what I mean. That that would have been an interesting idea to explore. You know what I mean? Like, do we do we protect Alpha at the expense of this natives like he did, or do we you know um, let save the native people and let our entire army be destroyed. You know what I mean? And put Alpha at risk of being destroyed. What would you say if it was revealed that those aliens he was fighting, they never showed turned about, turned out to be a bunch of teenage humans from earth. And they were only being fighting back because they didn't want to die. As you're saying that the people of Alpha were the aggressors. Yeah. That would be totally change this whole thing, but that's not. It's not presented that way. No, we're not giving that information. But the French are I, sneaky. <laughs> I'm giving you the information that I have yeah. based on the, what the movie set up. Yeah, and it and it makes it seem like to me that the commander did what he thought he had to do in order to protect all of Alpha, not just his career. Even though he ignored, he ignored what that there was life on that planet. Right, he ignored it because he said I had to do this. Like if I ignore, if I'm I if I don't side, use this weapon, I know. You're saying that you. What if you were in his shoes? What would you have done? Then? I wouldn't have nuked the world. You would have let yourself get killed and killed, all your what, soldiers, and then put people? all your country and your in alpha at risk. Yeah. Because of, you know, fifty people on this planet. Yeah, fifty. There's not there many. Nine that billion on that tribe. On that tribe. Yeah, remember they say when they rescue that one, it's being tortured. Your hero has no. tortured. He's not my hero, James. Really, you're on his side. I'm not on his side. I'm saying that I can see his he point of view. He took a hippie and tortured and beat him. I, I can say that if you think about it, I can see his point of view. That's years. all I'm saying. <laughs> or however long he's had just, that guy. Yeah, he did. <laughs> For 30 years, I guess you're right. I don't know. But there's also another... He lied about all of it because he didn't want people to find out what he really did. Right. And, I, and I'm not saying he's a good dude, James. I'm they not. even point out that when people find out about that stuff, yeah, it would all go downhill. Right. He points out that if he hadn't kept it secret that... There'd have been a lot of it would cause a lot of problems and for the, him, and not just for him, for the for the economy and I wasn't sure if he's talking about the human side of it or it was confusing. If you had a replicator, you don't have to worry about the economy, right? <laughs> but let's talk about the replicator because I realize I, I, I want a replicator. I know you could you probably think they're cute <laughs> little creatures. I throw my I throw some money in his mouth. Oh, yeah, but it could have been just replicate paper. Or, yeah, would it replicate paper? Or you have to be like, I give it coins, coins, gold, <laughs> pennies, yes, gold. That'd be the way to go. Piece right. of gold, poop. All right, but I got a kind of beef about that replicator. I got one thing to say about the replicator. Yeah, good. I think the replicator is the counter to the Infinity Gauntlet. Explain. If Thanos had just had a replicator, he could have saved the universe instead of killing everybody. He could have just made more for everybody. Right, he could have. That's true. He, he, he could have went and got <laughs> the replicator. Every a bunch of replicators. Well, he could have done that anyway. He could have got the snap and made double the resources. Yeah. You know what I mean? But humans but would eventually, or the species would have continued growing. I don't know. And just do it every year. Just do it every year. Boom. Boom. Resource, boom. <laughs> then you have all these lazy, all right, Thanos welfare people. Okay. <laughs> They're in the welfare. I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just kidding. This is you got gauntlet care? I got gauntlet care. <laughs> gauntlet care. <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> They would treat him like a god. He would have a job. Yeah, he'd be. That wouldn't be bad. They would love him, dude. Like, dude, thank you. I don't have to him. work anymore. Thanos, he's the greatest guy ever. <laughs> he's, he wouldn't. You still have to work. I want a new Lamborghini. 
You know that what I mean? He would, he would still have to work, though. You would just get Not more reasons. Not by much. Okay. My thing like about the... as much as Santa works. <laughs> my thing about the replicator mm-hmm. is how did they have... I thought it looked like a lizard corgi. <laughs> yeah, it did look like a lizard corgi. It was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. But my point is, a how do they even know what planet? it is? Because they knew about those people. That one guy said they did a scan or whatever. He said they, they did a scan and they knew that people were there. And they, they, knew they, the, they had they any knew communication the with them. Because he was like, just primitives or whatever. He's like, no, they were this and this. He did. He, the black guy told him that. Right. He was the only one who knew because he ran that scan. Yeah, and that's why Clive Owen. Sh- oh, but, he typed. Clive Owen knew. Right. You're right. My point is though, is how did they? How did they know Anyone about this replicator? It. Well, that I don't know. Unless because it, she's like, I learned about this in school, well, and she has a little perfect little she room. She had those one people were found by scavengers, so junk collectors, or whatever. So they had some of those with them. So they, they didn't they have any of them. Where do you think that one came from, Sean? It doesn't. Where do you think the guy he has he's torturing came from? It was his. They took him and his replicator from the rest of the people wherever they escaped. And then someone stole the replicator? The government has it, and then they took it, and then they had to get it back. No, no. The government wants it back. uh, uh, Maybe that's where you're at. That's why their job was to go out and get it. And they only get so much information because they didn't want them to know the truth. That's so confusing. Yeah, you're right. Maybe that makes sense. But then how would she even know what they were? That's my point is, like, how would she know what this replicator was? Because they didn't know anything about that planet, right? Yeah. They just scanned a computer, a computer did a scan of it and said that there's there's actual life there that's that's advanced, not primitive. Like it's advanced. Mm-hmm. And that guy he read those computer scans and tells it to Clive Owen, but Clive Owen still uses the weapon that destroys that planet, right? Yep. Okay. Then how did they? How did she was able to go to a school where they taught her about that planet? Just because their people are dead. Do you know what I mean? Like, but how would they know? Because the the planet's destroyed. There's no evidence of the people left. Because not just because the humans only knew about them doesn't mean other alien races didn't. Did they, other aliens see those people and know who they are. Yeah, because they've been gone for thirty years. But they, they, everything is shared in Alpha. That's my point. So the yeah. humans would know. But not all of this takes place on Alpha, Sean. But they're they work. Alpha is their base of operations, James. In most of the movie, the only place the, the only part that doesn't take place is the very. Sean, beginning. where did they get the replicator? They got it from some desert planet. There you go. Not Alpha, was it? Right. It was some other planet that knew about these aliens, got one somehow. Okay. The government wants it because they know what it is. Okay. Right. But where did they get this replicator from? They stole it. From who? Those aliens 30 years ago. How did they steal from those aliens? They went to the planet. Hey, hippie people, here's a pearl. I'm taking this. Bye. It wasn't hard. They're hippie people. <laughs> but the, they're just wandering around with those know. animals. I think it's a stretch, James. It's a stretch. You know, planets are around longer than just the end of their planet, right? Yes. Well, they probably got visitors at some point. They knew they were quick to learn technology just from being a stowaway on a. But they make. Ship. But they make no. Yeah. I I, I think you're saying that yeah they could have got one somehow, right? Mm-hmm. But then how do the humans know about these things? That's my point. How do the humans even know what a replicator is? They kept it secret from them. Their government lies to them. How did the government know about it? They know the truth. All they did was run a computer scan of the planet. And the computer knows and, and carries it up to the higher-ups. No, it just said there was life there. It was There was a higher-level life. Not. It didn't say that they have this, this little animal. You're still that stuck on out. that scan. Sean, people have yeah. been to that planet before humans. 
We merge with other people. Alpha. Thousands of alien races. Yeah. They previously met that people and mentioned <laughs> but then, it. But then they would know that there was... Then no more than just Clive Owen would know that there's, that there's people there. Except Clive Owen has deleted and hidden all that information from I'm talking people. about when he makes the decision to shoot the missile. Then, yeah. He erased those people and that planet. And then, yes. I'm talking about if, if you said people visit back before... Back at that 30 years mark. You know. Right. If you said people visit before, then they would have that information from before. Yeah, they and don't. they wouldn't share it because those are legal people. Criminals, Sean. They stole a replicator. Okay. Well, I'm, I can buy that part. I'm just going to assume... I'm not going to go advertise like I have stole I this I, unless my, I'm my issue is is then how My issue isn't that they stole the replicator. That makes sense. Now that you explained it, that makes sense. My issue is that in the character of the blonde chick, Lorelai, she says in the movie, I learned about you in school. And somebody told him. Okay. So but she, they didn't tell she, him that humans killed that planet. She went to a school, right, where they learned cop about school. these aliens that no one else knows anything about. Cop school. Okay, at the cop school, cops, the cops tag, know about these aliens? They know about this right here? Yeah. All right? They don't know where it came from. They know what it does and what it looks like. I know what an emu looks like. I never met one. I've never been to wherever they come from. Yeah, but you know where they? You know about Australia. You know yeah, what I mean? but if suddenly you know about Australia Africa. was nuked... <laughs> I'm not sure if Emu come from Australia or New Zealand or something like that. But the point is, so okay, here it is, James. Here's the scene in the movie, the space battle. Okay. Okay. Star are, Wars. All right, it's Star Wars ripoff here. Are they trying to run away? It doesn't look like they're trying to run away. Me. That is an engine pointing at you, Sean. That is them going that way. That is a fight between them. Those There's, are us. Okay, there's a war going on. See, there's some yellow, <laughs> no wings. Yeah. Which one's the bad guy? The bad guys are the ones shooting the humans. Which one's the humans? The ones with the yellow on their ships. The bad guys' ships have yellow on them. No, the bad guys' ships are the ones that look like boomerangs. Yes. They're shooting all the human ships. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like they're running away to me. Not, you don't use a nuke on a mini ship. The ones running away are the head. If I'm wrong about this, I will admit it in the next podcast because we don't have time to talk about it. Now. We'll see who's wrong. All right. I don't have anything else to say about this movie, James. Well, we don't have time. Who says there's a time limit on podcasts? Well, I know, but we have to sit there and wait for it, and we'd have to turn around and listen to what they say. Not really. Right. And by the way, obvious plot twists are obvious in the movie. Oh, very much. <laughs> like, you see them coming a mile away. Like, yeah. No shit. <laughs> I don't know. We've covered pretty much... Well, according to this scene here, he's shooting down on these ships. So we're above them, and that's a hit to a ship that's not shooting at anybody. It's kind of flying away. I don't know if it's flying away, James. It's flying towards the well, planet. If it was flying away, it was flying towards the planet. They're flying away now. Yeah, because they just blew it up. And the ship was going that way. It didn't turn around and go at it, so the ship was going away. It was going towards that planet. Yeah. Was it going to crash into that planet? Maybe they were fighting them. No, don't throw that in there, because the Navi people were whatever. The white, the white Navi people, they don't know anything about this. They could be the equivalent of uh, some no-name people tribe on Earth that, as opposed to our military. And keep in mind, <laughs> the, this, this, this bolsters my point. They get a human ship. Figure it out. All right. And they learn about culture and history. All the information the Alpha has from that human ship. Okay. So I'm saying, all the information about these people should have been there too. All information is shared. Right. So, so when that black guy scanned that planet, 
All information was shared. And then later, the I get later got blocked. That's why Clive Owen had to hide it. But you're saying that other people already but visited. Some it. people have some of the and other aliens should have visited it, and they should have already had the information if they share everything. Yeah. That's my point. Except the only thing it wasn't shared is what happened to that planet and what and Clive Owen had, did to it. And huh? Yeah. That was hidden. That was hidden. So everything else would be known if it was shared. But then. Is That's she, why they know what. One but of those then, wouldn't she be suspicious of what happened to that planet? That's what I mean. I don't no, because nobody knows. It's just yeah, gone. I don't know. There's I lots know. of planets in you. They think hundred, what, ten thousand built up of alpha. Yeah, I guess. All right. Um, There's a know. reason these aliens are coming and joining our thing. If, Something if happened they, on their planet. Let's move on to the next segment. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm tired of arguing with you, James. Go ahead. I'm tired of being right all the time. But you're wrong, and we just saw the scene where you were wrong. No, we didn't, James. He wasn't flying away. They were fighting a war, and the humans won. Sean, I don't know what else to show you, man. They were running, and then they got shot, and then they crashed. They weren't running. They were just floating in space. The big ship was running. The little ones were shooting. I don't know. I, I don't think to, the big one could what? fire. After we're done this podcast, we're going to go back and watch that scene. And, you know, I could be wrong. I mean, okay. if I'm wrong, you know I'll admit if I'm wrong. they'll clear away the blindfold off you. All right. I'm not, there's no blindfold, James. You know I'm not like that. Okay? I admit when I'm wrong all the time. Okay. I'll admit if I'm wrong this time. I'll go on the podcast next week and I'll say, I was wrong about... Everything? About that scene. Oh, so you don't admit you're wrong about everything. I'm not wrong about everything. Okay? I mean, I'm I'm right about some things. Mm. Right? The acting was okay, but the characterization was bad. There's things I'm right about. All right, let's move on. Okay, so what do you think happens after the movie's credits roll? Uh, They build a wall to keep aliens out. That's really what you think. Make Alpha great again. <laughs> MAGA. Because they definitely set up for sequels that they're not going to get. MAGA. <laughs> uh, what would happen? I guess it would follow those Navi mermaid people with they, their planet growing. They kept, in. It, they kept uh, talking about time. Mm-hmm. You know? Because those messages came from 30 years ago or whatever. Right. So I think it, I think they were hitting at like some kind of time. You think level. Ant-Man will be in it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think the that, realm. I think the next Dr. one is going to be time travel. Um, but they're out floating somewhere, right? I mean, they hook up in that space capsule, but the end they built there. that ship and they needed the parts to build a new planet or whatever they said. So they they got those pearls. Yeah, but they only have one of those replicators. So as long as it stays alive, keep it fed. Right. Hopefully, it lasts longer. It's like it dies the next feed day. Feed another oh, replicator. <laughs> yeah, you got to feed another replicator. We already <laughs> get that other replicator. Maybe they breed asexually. But Maybe they have no because they have babies earlier. I don't know. And the, the, I like how the, the the male's voice sounded like Kate Blanchett, the actress. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was her or not. Uh, but like the king sounded like the queen. Did you agree, agree with me? Oh yeah, she had I, I had a lot of voice. It was like, like I think really they were supposed me. to be neutral. But then, but the but the other girls talked very like the other they guys, were younger. Maybe I don't know. It was weird. It was just that one character. I don't know. All right. Let's go to the truth of trash. Okay. I don't know what happened. I just think the next one would have done something with time travel. All right. Uh, okay. Ready for this, James? Sure. All right, here comes five facts. You got to tell me whether they're true or they're trash. All right. And let's put something on this. Um, We're looking around my room. I'm trying to think of something. <laughs> I don't, we can't think of anything good, James. All right. All right, can you get on there? Mine. We'll screw the, screw the thing. I'll just, we'll just ask you the question. Here we go. What are we screwing? <laughs> Nothing. The thing? <laughs> the alien? Oh what? gosh, that's bad. All right, let's move on. Um, Mermaid people? <laughs> James, dude. 
<laughs> I think yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. They don't have nipples. That bothers no you. No nipples. No the hair. The guys have nipples. No, they don't. Here's the part where he shoots that black guy for We're telling him information. Well, he shoots him later. That's this reason why he shoots him later. We scanned them. They're intelligent. They have technology. We can use the replicators. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> I don't care. Shut to that. We can put people in. Feed the people. All right. Here we go. Ooh. They fired them. So. Through the trash the cops in. know it's a bad thing, Sean. Yeah, because they're French hippies. All right. Uh, like, what do you got against uh, the cops? War's bad in all hippies. cases. <laughs> all right? That's why the Nazis rolled right in there. Don't you trust <laughs> Officer Crackhead and his girlfriend solve this crime? <laughs> I mean, they just woke up on their dirty Dude, mattress in I'm an not, alley. Like, I'm not a pro-war guy. I don't want you to think, James, I'm a pro-war guy. <laughs> you you know I'm not. But I am a pro-just war guy. And if those, you... if those aliens were going to destroy Alpha... Always on the wrong They have side. a right to fight back. I'm just saying. But moving on. And that message, I don't know if that's what the message is. Regardless of who gets in the way, right? James? You would shoot through your mother to shoot a terrorist? <laughs> oh, no. I'm not RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So here we go. This movie, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, is the most expensive French See, movie no ever nipples. made. Oh. Most expensive. Oh. True. That is true, yes. <laughs> Well, uh, second. And a budget of around $200 million. That's why it only made like 225 at the box office, so it didn't, it didn't do well. So, The second most expensive one yeah. was, um, I think French. it was uh, Fifth Element, actually. Really? Yep. Back in the day. I thought that was weird, but I didn't know that was French. Well, the actor, they call it, because this was produced by Europa, which I think is a French movie company. Oh. That's why when you gave me the digital download, it wouldn't work. Oh. So well, it wouldn't have worked for me either, scammers. I know, like, I don't know. So, and well, it, it kind of worked. It made me create a new. I don't know. It was weird. This didn't jive. It didn't jive with our American, my American app. You could tell from the arguments we were having. All right. So okay. did you say app? Yeah, my app that Your I used American to watch. App? That I downloaded my digital downloads on. Oh, I thought you meant you personally. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, ready. Mm-hmm. There are just over a hundred alien species in the movie. Uh, thousand plants, sure, true. That is trash. Ooh, how there many? are actually over two hundred alien well, species in the movie, shown in the movie. So yeah. So yeah. True. So <laughs> I said just over one hundred. So ah, one for one for two. But two hundred is you just know what? over. I always, depending on how you count. I mean, no, <laughs> I always, I always get the second one. We need to thrust them right. So we'll see how you. Ready for this next one? No. All right. Jessica Rabbit makes an appearance in True. the True. I saw her. Yeah, and she even says uh, something from the movie. I saw My it. hero. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. I saw her, and I was like, Jessica Rabbit. I didn't know if you'd catch her or not. I was like, all right, Jessica Rabbit. Prostitute. All right. You ready for this? Okay. The mind-reading jellyfish record of one minute, ten seconds, <laughs> is set by Lorelai at precisely one hour and ten minutes into the movie. True. That is true, yes. Very good. All right. Only because I paused it at that time. You did? I told that <laughs> oh, oh, Dang it. I wonder if that's on purpose. All right, now this next one, this last one. Okay. So you've only, you got three out of four, right? So you're good. Yeah, only four? Yeah, so far we only get four. You missed the second one. All right, here we go. Last Definitely one. The right. Bar and the Oasis. I call it the Oasis. That digital, or not digital. <laughs> that, what, you, what was that name? Big Market. The Big Market. They call it Big Market, right? Yeah. So the big market, a bar in the big market is named Lilu, Lilu's after the fifth element. 
after Mila Jovovich was character with Fidelma. <laughs> Miano Jovovich. Which I liked uh, a lot better. Fidelma was a better movie. Yeah, true. That is trash. Ooh, it's is actually it? Corbin's, named after Bruce uh, Willis's character. There's a bar called Corbin's if you look <laughs> in the background. So, yeah. So there you go. So you got three out of five right, you still won. Good job. Yay. Yeah, so our, our last couple segments here, we'll wrap this thing up, hmm. all right? I don't know how, how long we'll be going, but if you hope you're enjoying it if you're listening still. All right. Um, <laughs> They're like, ooh. No. What have you been watching or reading or anything like that, James? Uh, I watched uh, Valerian and well, Thousand Planets. We know you did every time. We know you did. But since our last podcast, uh, I started watching the Tremors series still. Really? Yeah. What number are you on? I was just watching two and three. Okay, so you still got four, five, and six to go. I mean, you look and the series. <laughs> Which is the best sequel in your opinion? Uh, I like number two best. That's usually how it works, isn't it? Mm. They usually go downhill with crappy horror it's, movies. Yeah, like after you hit three, first one's really good. Downhill. Usually, the second one's not as good, but it's still pretty good. Then they go downhill quickly. Five has a little bit better, like uh, special effects, but number yeah. six just crap. Well, I haven't watched anything as good as Tremors. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I watched Hotel Transylvania three with my family. Oh, the one on the cruise ship? Yeah, it's actually pretty good. I think it's better than the second one. Hmm. So, um, I wouldn't say it's as good as the first one, but I think it's better than the second one. It's interesting. It's got a giant monster in it. Kraken. It's full of monsters. It is full of monsters. <laughs> and it's got, you're right. It's full of giant monsters. monsters. Yeah. They are cartoon children monsters. Yeah, and it, I don't know. It was okay. And I also watched um, the Jumanji. Yeah. The new one? The new Jumanji, yeah. Did you like it? I did like it. Did you understand all the video game references? Yeah, there was a lot of video game <laughs> references, and I definitely I appreciated it. It was, it was but um, no monsters. I was disappointed though in in the movie for one thing. There was not nearly enough and no black animals. panthers. Do you know what I mean? There was uh, elephants. Most of the bag, most of the things or, that came up were humans with guns on motorcycles. That's all Jumanji. So they had like they had the hippo scene, which was cool. Mm-hmm. They had the I guess the um, leopards. Yeah. At the end, they had. Black Panther statues. They had Black Panther statues, but no, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They had a, a snake. Yeah. And they had the rhino stampede. Yeah. Kind of thing. That's it. The movie, the first one with Ron Williams, had a lot more cool stuff in it. You wanted monkeys and spiders. Yeah, I wanted You're missing out. On I that? wanted more animals. Like well, that's why I liked what this the one. Had the Rock in it. Yeah, the Rock and comedy. It had comedy. Kevin Hart. Yeah, this was not as dark as the first one. I would agree. Should we save this for another episode? We could do an episode. Of it. Well, I already kind of told you I didn't like. All right. Oh, you didn't. Like and then it? Um, I read this book called "The Hate You Give," which is about a a poor, not poor girl, a girl from a poor black neighborhood who watches her friend get shot by a by a white cop. Hmm. She witnesses it, and she so it's like, a book from nowadays. Or? Yeah, it it was really good. It's one of the most compelling reads I've read in a long time. And, and the white guy did it on purpose. It's not really said. You don't really get to hear his side of the story very much. Um, oh. It's because it's, it's more than just a, like a, it's it's really well written, and the characters. I actually I, I blogged about it. It's on my blog. If you go to McMurrayMuse.com. pages. No, no, that was my one. McMurrayMuse.com. You can see kind of what I learned from as a writer, which I, what I like the best. Just kind of give you a GS real fast. I liked how the characters like are well rounded. Like they they seem like real people. Their motivations make sense. They um. They're they're not perfect at all. Like I don't want I don't want to spoil the book, but basically there's a lot of gray area in the book. Mm. For a, no pun intended, for a movie that could have been black and white, um, and 
it, it definitely, the author definitely made an effort to like say that, that nothing is ever clear, cut and dry. Now, there definitely leans one direction over the other, um, but I don't know. The movie comes out in September. Actually, I kind of heard about the book before, but when we watched Ant-Man and the Wasp, they had a trailer for it, for the movie. My wife was like, uh, she found out it was about a book, and she's like, I want to read that book. So I don't remember that trailer. It was on there. Huh. So we, um, so she got the book from the library and read it in like two days, and then I read it when she was done. You donate any money to her? The author? Yeah. She don't need my money. <laughs> that book is sold. It's like, book like the best movie. seller of the year. And the movie, yeah, she's doing fine, I'm sure. I just, her friend's I, family doing? It was a, it was made up. It's fictional. Oh. It's not but like the real thing's happening. The real thing, yeah, it was based on like real. So she's just making money off the real accidents? Of a terrible author. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, yeah, that's it. All right, uh, let's wrap this up, James. What do you say? Sure. All right, so Valerian, do you recommend it? Just want to enjoy some popcorn, enjoy some special effects. Sure, it looked good. If you're looking for a good story and someone to really root for, no. It's kind of like a, a one of those sugar cookies you buy at Walmart. Looks good, but it looks good, but there's not a lot of substance to it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sugar cookie from Walmart. Kind of dry. That's what I said. The movie is. I give it a sugar cookie from Walmart. <laughs> I don't know. It's not really that special. So I don't know. Let's see. But before we watch this movie again that, and settle that it. That pod was from The Challenger, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. I think. I don't know. So it was from... I don't know. It doesn't make sense. All right. <laughs> it does make sense. But I don't know. Okay. So before we go, uh, you got your box ready, James? My what? For drawing the next one? Yeah. All right. So we are gonna, we're going to do something different here. All right. And uh, we're going to choose our next movie based on the movie we've seen in the past. So James has collected... He's kept every movie ticket every ticket stub for every movie that we've seen even though Sean tries to keep them from me sometimes alright uh, so he has every movie that we like hundreds of movies like all the way back to the 90s so all the way back to the 90s so we're gonna we're gonna reach in there and we're gonna draw and that will be our next movie most likely (laughs) hopefully it's a movie that I can watch I can find on streaming or I can find somewhere I hope it's something you don't like I'm sure yeah I hope it is (laughs) you want me to draw yeah okay I'm gonna draw Come on, Valerian. Just kidding. No. I'm going to the bottom. Give me something good. Here. I didn't see this in the theater, so it should be safe. The Mummy. Ooh. Ooh, yes. This Wait, is... that's your boyfriend, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's Tom Cruise in The Mummy. Uh... <laughs> it's not the original one, which we also saw in theaters. Brandon Fraser. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, I got something to say about that. <laughs> Dude, we got to watch it then. Gotta you bought it. it, didn't you? I don't own it, no. Oh, really? I'll get it somewhere That's there. surprising. Yep, we right. got The Mummy's the next one. 2017's The yeah. Mummy, starring so gonna, Tom gonna, Cruise. What we just did, we're going to do that periodically to choose our next one. Not all the time, because like, there's other movies coming up that I want to watch and talk about. Well, yeah, like of course, Venom. newer movies and stuff. Yeah, but when we, did, when we, need, a bit, we need an idea or... We but when we need before. filler episodes... <laughs> the Mummy, starring the Tom Cruise. All right. I'm so glad I chose that, because I know you hate <laughs> it. <laughs> all right. I have some complaints, and yet another movie that won't get any sequels. Yeah, it was supposed to get sequels, but... Yeah, it was supposed to start the yeah. whole MonsterVerse. Right. And I was looking forward to that. So if you uh, like this podcast, please share it with other people. Um, rate it, review it, wherever you listen to it. Wherever so, good podcasts We're still are not found. on iTunes yet, so if we ever Except get on iTunes, iTunes. We'll still yeah. work on that. They are just being slow, I guess. I don't know. I found it on my place yeah. where I look for podcasts. Yeah, you, I can find it pretty much everywhere else by iTunes. I don't know what the deal is with that, but whatever. 
So uh, you're yeah. just a bunch of haters over there. You can always uh, look me up on Twitter, even though I'm mad at Twitter at the moment. <laughs> at, <laughs> at Big Murray Muses, or who's not mad at Twitter? Look us up on Facebook, right? Um, we're also well, we're kind of on YouTube too as well. Yeah. Oh, you're putting us on YouTube. I'm, now? I'm working on it. I got one episode on there so far, Ooh. so I got to use my old crappy computer to do it. But then, <laughs> it takes a long time, a lot longer it should. Steam powered computer. <laughs> yeah. It's got a dribble in there. It's that's not steam powered. <laughs> that's, that's not steam powered at all. That dribble's but, worn out for other reasons. Yeah. Oh, jeez, James, <laughs> that's weird, dude. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You watch but one that's French fake. You watch one French movie and you just go <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> all right. I'm talking about Richard Gear. <laughs> all right, though. he's not French. So yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> Peace out. Bye. <laughs> Is it still recording? It's recording. Oh my.